Yes. About damn time. That's a song. Yeah. She, she, if we were good, we would then play the Lizzo song. Like we would play the Lizzo thing right before you made that. that Wait, play. which one? Serenade? Uh, or... It's about damn time. I didn't know that was a. Oh, I need to listen to Lizzo more often. You need to listen to her more often. Are, have you listened to the new Beyonce? Hey, what's up, party crashers, level setters, and I guess trailblazers? This is Jerry Jones, host of Level Set, co-host of Trailblazion. This episode of Trailblazion is a good one, okay? Let me just tell you right now, it's a good one. We're covering a lot of things that were in the news last week. I say a lot of things, really only four things. We're talking about Alex Jones. We're talking about the National Football League because Dayton and I cannot help ourselves, but we're not talking about on the field. We're talking specifically about a player in his off-the-field activities. We're talking Brittany Griner, because that's a really important story, both in the sports landscape and political landscape. And we could not, we could not have a conversation this week without discussing and without saying her name, Brianna Taylor. You're going to enjoy this one. I can't wait to hear what you think. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the show, which might be a little hard to find. You will find Trailblazion under Uninvited Media Presents Level Set. It's a show within a show. Think about Inception, but without Leonardo DiCaprio, and it's a podcast. Anyway, you're going to enjoy it. Let me know what you think, and... uh, We'll see you on the other side. Peace. What would justice for Brianna mean for you? To have these officers arrested and charged and convicted. Like, yeah. that's it. Like, Earlier today, I spoke with the family of Brianna Taylor. This morning, they were informed that the Justice Department has charged four current and former Louisville Metro Police Department officers with federal crimes related to Ms. Taylor's death. What's up? What's going on, man? Welcome to another episode of Trailblazing. I'm Jerry Jones. And I am Date M. Man, this is two for two. Two for two. This is a new record, I feel like, already that we, two weeks in a row, we actually are recording on the day that we said we would record. That's right. I think we did two episodes before, but it, yeah. it might have taken us <laughs> yeah. like... Um, Six weeks. Right. So this is two for two. Two for two. It's kind of like my Wordle, like two days in a row. I've gotten Wordle and I'm I'm like, I'm on a streak. So this is continued now into Trailblazer. Man, man, why are you why are you trying to give free advertisement to the New York Times? Because we don't have any paid advertising. <laughs> All right. If y'all want to support the show, contact us. We're can, two for two. Yeah, you can also rate, review, and subscribe uh anywhere you get uh podcast, even Google. Our uh, our batting average is way better than Nick Prada. I'll see. Why'd I do that? He hit a home. He, he, he had a walk off. He had a, he had a you would know you don't listen to the role. Come on, let's get into this before before like that was a terrible intro. We might have to re-record yeah. this, y'all. Yeah, there may be some editing um happening there. Shout out to, to Nick Prada though. Way to walk. That was a great walk-off. Good moment for him. I like these new new royals, the new vaccinated, <laughs> freshly vaccinated. <laughs> Hey, we we got vax. Listen, our first topic, our first topic. We're gonna get into this thing because this is not the the Shade and Jerry show. Um, we, our wouldn't first, that be awesome though? The Fifty Shades, Fifty Shades of Jerry. Oh my god, would that uh, be that? Wouldn't be a family show. No, it would not be. Um, we're gonna talk about there. There was some news this week. Yeah, there's a little bit that happened. Um, so we, we're gonna kick off the show talking about Brittany Griner. Woo. Brittany Griner. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Brittany Griner, uh, WNBA superstar, Olympian, um, one of the best basketball players in the world. Baylor alum. Baylor alum. I won't hold that against her. <laughs> I just don't like Olympic her. champ. Olympic Olympic champ. Legit. Like she is. She is one of the biggest names uh, in her sport. Uh, is one of the, the the true superstars, not just of the WNBA. I would say that Brittany Griner is a superstar in in, in basketball, and uh, she's been detained now for 
going on what 10 months a long time a really long time in a, a russian uh, it's not technically it wasn't a prison per se it was um she's in prison now man, she in prison man. she's in prison prison now she's not allowed to leave she's not allowed to no she in prison i don't care what they hold it she's in a gulag i think yeah i mean it's a it's a prison camp uh she was uh re- this week um was sentenced to nine years nine years y'all in a prison camp for I think they said for tra- uh, for attempted trafficking, <laughs> cannabis trafficking. She was uh, she was there uh, traveling to the Soviet Union to supplement her income because WNBA players don't make money. Uh, I I in my job am making more than probably seventy five percent of the Olympians and WNBA All Stars. Which is absurd. I mean, I know that's a whole different conversation about gender equity, but she, the reason why she was in Russia in the first place is because she's not getting paid um, what I would consider fair wages here in the United States. Right. Most NBA stars have to go play overseas yes. to supplement their WNBA income. Yes. And so she was there. She had a vape pen in her bag, had what we would consider... I don't even know if minuscule is small enough. Uh, trace amounts of, of THC or cannabis oil. It may have been CBD for all we know. And because of that, she was detained and has been detained uh, by Russian authorities. And the time it and it sucked because of the timing of her visit was right around the time Putin was beginning to threaten to invade ukraine man so liz she didn't do anything wrong this she was prescribed the cannabis oil by a doctor for pain she was experiencing like can can we just be really clear about this like this is all about the fact that putin needed had an opportunity to leverage this american Mm -hmm. this very famous american leverage it so he could keep all eyes how much have we heard about ukraine since this thing with britney has escalated not since she's been arrested but since it's escalated since her trial what have we heard about ukraine i think people have ukraine fatigue this is all about the fact that putin needed to do something to get the eyes off of ukraine this isn't even about the trade like the trade it, i actually believe it'll happen this ain't even about that that dude's been in prison in u.s prisons a while whatever he used to be he doesn't have kind of this is all about ukraine and having us forget about ukraine for a minute period you think that's what it's about that is what it's about i know you have a different take I know, and Whitney kind of agrees with you. Like, you already ran this take past her. She gave you the okay and the thumbs up. This is about Putin saying, I'm going to take the eyes off the world stage. I'm going to make it about something else. And it's this is a travesty. I'm not saying we should be up in arms. I'm just saying Putin invaded a sovereign country, went into that thing. He is doing all that he can, and he wants no one to talk about it anymore. So I believe that Brittany Griner is the victim of systemic, structural, and a persistent systemic and structural racism problem in America. And Vladimir Putin, I believe, so I'm, for those of you who are just now listening to us, I'm given to hyperbole, okay? That's one, I, I, I specialize in hyperbole. I believe that Vladimir Putin is the most successful oh my god broker <laughs> of white supremacy mindset structural systemic racism he is playing the race card in a way that puts america in a corner he knows that america does not value black women yeah he knows that for a fact for sure right? He also knows that after four years of having his puppet in office, which, by the way, he used <laughs> racism. He, he's the one that was using Facebook and Twitter 
to peel off the 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 ice cubes of the world right and and really even starting to push them towards just away from the democrat candidate at some point we'll need to talk about i think this this wave of of libertarianism and and reaching men of color i think that's a whole interesting dynamic but putin used that to steer people away from the candidate in 2016 he used the same approach again in 2020 not a success clearly not as successful because he, his puppet was not um, reelected. But Putin is benefiting right now and is using America's racism against itself. So do we, A, do we trade Russian arms dealers? I think his nickname is the merchant of death. Do we trade this person for Brittany Griner, a six foot, was she six, eight, six, nine? Yeah. Six, nine, black woman. Do we make that trade or do we say, well, we don't we can't release essentially a terrorist for her? And, and, and or, or do we hold true to our our consistent record of devaluing black women? That's that's the corner that he has put this administration in right now. And it's all our fault, because if we had dealt with our racist past and our racist present, Brittany Griner, not to not just our racism problem, but our sexism problem. If we had dealt with those things, Brittany Griner's not even in Russia. She's I mean, here. I don't know, but that like I, I don't know that I disagree with your analysis, but that's too much to put on Biden and the administration. What is, it, uh, that's literally his job. What, what do you what do you mean? His, like, his job is to have dealt with all of the our, our past sins around racism so that Brittany Griner wouldn't be in that situation? I mean, there were a few, a handful of priorities that he was sent to DC to handle, of which he hasn't done jack, okay? I mean, last week I was at Chuck Schumer. Right now, I'm 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 on I'm on Jeff. Do we did we get voting rights? Did we get voting rights passed? Has has that been a priority? Has not. Uh, it has been a priority, but it has not been passed. Did we did we get the um, did we get like the George Floyd bill? No. Did we we didn't get that. In fact, I, I believe the president is asking for more police. Is that am I understanding that right? I mean, he's never. Hey, I, I, I see where you're going. I, yeah. I don't want to turn this into to the conversation about President Biden's performance. That's a whole different conversation. I don't even I didn't Especially really want to talk about the combat. How to do doing what? I mean, like, like if we recorded this two weeks ago, all of this would have been true. He's got some wins under his belt. Give him a break. What wins does he have? All right. He got the, the, the mansion bill. Um, <laughs> what else does he have? He. Um, uh, the, the employment numbers look good. Yeah. Kudos to him on that. Good job. Gas is coming down. It's only now 60% higher than he what got it was some wins, man. I mean, all right, he's not he, batting 200 he, anymore. Give the man some pedals. You don't have to give him flowers, just <laughs> give him pedals. <laughs> I'm going to go pick some of my weeds. Oh, man. Uh, no, so seriously, though, uh, President Biden, who not about is, I think that Brittany, now, Here's the thing, though. I don't want to say she didn't do anything wrong. She did do something. I mean, it's what, yes, she was prescribed by her doctor, an American doctor. You do have to know the foreign customs. You can't just roll up into different countries doing whatever the hell you want. That's all I'm saying. Uh, if, if I had one bone to pick with Brittany Griner in her camp would be like, you know, it doesn't matter if you're like, we're... You know, what we're just seeing this week to me is bad lawyering. If uh, honestly, not that that would be the theme of the show, but I think she got some bad WNBA, bad legal advice, her going over there, prep, prep the people before they go. Make the trade, make the trade for, for the, the Russian dude in jail for Brittany Griner and then the Marine who's also in jail that we didn't make the trade for. Just make the trade. Let's get this thing done. We need a whole bunch of Americans for that, dude. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. All right, man. So to move from Brittany Griner, apparently you got some stuff you want to say about Alex Jones. This is a family show. So I'm not going to say the thing that I want to say, but F Alex Jones. 
you deserve, well, it's not, it's not call out a challenge right now, but Alex Jones is in the news. Uh, he's on trial, uh, being sued by um, families of Sandy Hook. Yes. Um, as you know, Alex Jones is uh, basically the founder, CEO of InfoWars. And he, his calling card has been calling out um, tragedies like Sandy Hook. I think that may have been his first where he accused them of being crisis actors. I think he, he, he may not have come up with the term, but he certainly has popularized this notion of crisis actors. And he was on trial this week being sued by families. Yes. Um, and uh, he had a rather interesting development happen. Um, he, he had a rough week in he, court. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And it serves him right. What happened? He lost uh, in court. So he had to pay, or there were two findings against him. Mm-hmm. One finding was for um, $4.9 million, yeah. right? When I first yeah. heard that, I was like, well, wait, what? But then there was a second finding yeah. um, that was for $45.3 million. I, I, everything past the point, like I, 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 I'm, a, I'm a whole numbers guy. So everything past the point don't hold me to, yeah. right? But one was 4 million plus and the other was 45 million plus. Together, it equals 50 million. 50 Plus. million. But something happened that made it to where it was clear that there was no way he was going to win. Well, right. So what happened is, so we actually have to back up. So what happened was that in court, you know, you're supposed to turn over all the documents yep. you have. It's called discovery yep. and that, that you you ask for documents from the other side of the turnover. Well, Alex Jones and his attorneys did not turn that over. Right. So when that kind of got found out, then they asked for more documents. And apparently... Alex Jones' attorney handed him the thing that he was supposed to see, but then he handed him more. He handed him two years worth of text messages. Wow. And the great thing about that is that Alex Jones' attorney argued in court uh, that this this, uh, violated client, uh, 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 lawyer, client, attorney, client privilege, right? Well, he the one he handed it over number one, right. but then he said, "Judge, I think I told the attorney on the other side uh, to please ignore this in an email." So if if they say please ignore, that means you shouldn't look at That's it. That's not the standard. Yeah, that is. Yeah. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a lawyer, but I would imagine that that's not the legal the legal standard. No, there's all kinds of stuff apparently in these texts, right? He, I mean, he's texting. So. Yes. So the attorney for the Sandy Hook parents in this case said that there are intimate messages between Alex Jones and Roger Stone. And apparently he's going to make these messages available to the January 6th committee. Who? The um, the, the attorney for? For the Sandy Hook parents. Like oh, they're, yeah. they're, they're, they're going to. So we'll cover that. Yeah. Already, but so. So two things. Number one, you know, when I was in college, I, I had a college professor one time say to me, and he was talking not about this per se, but he was saying, you know, when we lose a child or something, and then he was bemoaning our legal system and the fact that we're we have become such a litigious society. This was, you know, back in back in the early '90s, and um, and he just like, you know, suing a company for all of this money is not going to bring your kid back. And and he was making, I think he was making a point about the fact that money doesn't. It, quite like filling those feelings and that made an impact on me but you know now as I've gotten way older and grayer I've just realized first of all the only way we're going to make some companies pay attention like in organizing we talk about organized people and organized money well when you affect people's money then you affect them Alex Jones was not going to pay attention to anything until they affected his money. Well, especially since he's been using their pain. Absolutely. As the vehicle to make all of his money. He built his empire off of their pain. And, and this is what I love. like Because in this trial, he, he's come back and he said, well, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to hurt you. You knew what you were doing. Right. So that's the first. And then the second thing, his lawyer has argued he's learned his lesson. And but and because he's learned his lesson, his argument, one of his arguments is I've invited this mom, I've invited her to come onto the show to tell her side of the story. No, dude, you are losing. You got to pay up. 
pay up. Now, here's my only thing around this is, so he's going to have to pay $50 million. That is a significant amount of money. And I just want to point out, so number one, as soon as he was sued, Alex Jones has been moving $11,000 a day into an offshore account, right? Mm -hmm. So that's one. Then the second thing is, as he's filed for bankruptcy, he is getting a weekly stipend that is like a ton of money. Like, I don't understand. Like, when you're bankrupt, you ain't got no money. Like, that. Like that, I've just known some people who've been bankrupt, and they had no money. So I don't understand this, this weekly allowance thing. And then the other thing is, I just want to share with you a couple of things. So he he has made a ton of money that they're estimating that he made $165 million over three years selling stuff off of his website, supplements and gear and stuff like that. $165 million. There's this article by the Rolling Stone that talks about on the day that he got on his show and and started to deny saying that Sandy Hook wasn't real. The money he made off of his website that day was $103,513. Like this dude has a ton of money. He's going to try to hide it. All of this performative kind of I'm sorry stuff, keep suing him. This is the first, this is the first lawsuit. There are more coming. They need to be continuing to, to, to award him damages in the double digit million dollar range. Like, yeah, take it all. Like this whole notion of uh, uh, apologies, like the one he offered, first of all, is not, it's not a legitimate apology. Number not one, at all. like it doesn't, it, 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 it doesn't count because like the intention at, at this point, I mean, the intention, I don't want to say it doesn't matter because the intention does matter, but it's not relevant in the sense that no. it's the impact the impact of the action. So like he could say, I didn't mean to. Sorry, Alex Jones. It doesn't matter that you didn't mean to. I mean, you did do the thing. 100%. You did it. And then the audacity to invite them to come onto your platform right. that that you built off of their pain and their struggle. No, not. And the only other caveat I want to say is like, so this is a big round number. It, he probably won't have to pay this whole amount under Texas law, which was where he was found um, guilty is. So the, the second ruling, which was higher, they have a cap. So it's supposed to be, be like, it, um, it's supposed to be, you can only get double what you got off of the first ruling. So it's like $4.9 million. Mm-hmm. So let's say, if I, so that's only 10 million plus like a $750,000. So they might not see that upper limit. The bigger point here is we need to, uh, the, the families that have been harmed by Alex Jones need to continue to sue him and they need to continue to like the, go after, like the family was asking for 150 million. And I'm saying like, keep going after it because this dude, we know, right. That he's hiding money. Folks are being clear about that continue to sue them. The more you can get, the better. I have no sympathy for Alex Jones. Mm. And I have the utmost respect for these parents. No, it's not going to get their kid back, but it is their version of, of demanding respect from this person who, who like you profited off of their pain. And not only that, they had people come to their house. They had people threaten them, all of that. So not only their pain, but then just like, like, their 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 very existence was threatened. Mm. No, you need to pay up, dude. Pay up. Kick rocks, Alex Jones. No sympathy. None. You want to talk about the NFL? I I do. And I think, one of its star quarterbacks. Well, yes, and it's it's you know Deshaun Watson was um, was suspended last week. He uh, was suspended for. So let me back up. Deshaun Watson uh, was a, a big-time college quarterback and, and big-time pro quarterback. He's probably a top 10, top top eight quarterback, yeah. one of the best. Clemson alum. Clemson alum, national champion, all that stuff. He was and, – and not only that, but he popped up as being like this amazing human. 
to this point until this story broke, yeah he hadn't gotten in any trouble no trouble he, yeah he had a pristine image and a just a, a a completely clean background model citizen all that stuff right. um he is um an alleged because i don't want to get sued but his track record suggests and the ruling suggests by the nfl that deshaun watson has a uh he's i believe his behavior is very consistent with one who might be considered a sexual predator. Um, there have been, what, 24 women? Massage, yes. A female massage therapist who have come forward and have uh, accused him, all separate from each other, of uh, sexual misconduct. Um, and I... And the sex... I mean, I don't want to get into the kind of things, but, like, I... If, if you're interested, there's a report. Um, uh, judge Sue Robinson, former uh, Judge Sue Robinson on behalf of the National Football League conducted an investigation, but he was doing some nasty stuff. Just very, just... Under the auspices of uh, getting a massage. Uh, yeah, and... So that That's probably, like, part of this case to me is... Um, so the acts, yeah. the, but the acts are horrific, like Jerry said. But it's the fact that he would um, solicit mm -hmm. uh, massages from masseuses on Instagram, and he would like they these weren't necessarily like. So in my mind, if you are a professional athlete and your body is like the thing that you are most kind of like, you, you want to make sure you keep it tipped out. If you identify a masseuse and you keep going to that person, if you like someone, you keep going to that person because they know how all that works. Just like you would have a primary care physician, like you have a dentist, but he would identify all these masseuses from different places, contact them. Uh, and he didn't know them. He would contact them via Instagram. Right. And then would show up to their place. So that's how you got you got all of like all of these allegations. And he's and bringing his own towels. And but, but you have to understand. So he's a professional, not only a professional athlete. He is at the top of at his the game. top of his game. These the athletic um, uh, departments. I, that sounds like college, but like the training teams. Yeah. For for these organ NFL organizations are top notch. The probably the very best physical therapist, massage therapist that you can find in the city of Houston are available to these athletes. They don't spare any expense in making sure their players are prepared to play on Sunday. So there is actually no reason for him to be soliciting any sort of massage therapist i mean there might be a couple reasons i mean there are no legitimate reasons right fair enough and i don't know how i feel i i i feel that the nfl the ruling of six games has a lot of people feeling a certain kind of way i'm one of those people that feels like he should probably not play at least for a year maybe two years but I think that the ruling was appropriate in that the guidelines that the NFL have are so weak on crimes like this, on crimes against women, that um, Judge Robinson didn't really have much choice other than what she did, which was a six-game suspension. I should bear in mind, so like you were talking about 23, I think 23 different, 24 different cases. I think it's 26 different women. Um, we have seen other players get a six game suspension for one incident. Right. Not 24, but for one, they would get six games. So I, I'm, I'm still, but it shows that the league does not have any sort of real guidance for addressing conduct uh, that is, I was going to say violent in nature, but 
this would actually, a part of that ruling is that according to the NFL standards, what Deshaun Watson did according to their standards is nonviolent or does not constitute as violent. Yeah. It's, it's a mess, man. It's an absolute mess. It's a mess. It's a mess. It's, you know, so I'm biased. If you all listen to this a couple more times, you'll hear the Dallas Cowboys. So I immediately go to when Jerry talks about previous suspensions, Ezekiel Elliott Mm -hmm. for, um, for, I think there was some sort of inappropriate touching. There was an incident. Um, He got six games. Yeah. And folks thought maybe he was going to get four. Um, and I don't want to argue for whether he got too many or not enough. My point is that he had one incident of this case. And actually, the NFL's um, investigator at the time said, I don't think we have a case here. Mm-hmm. So she recommended, like, like there's not a case to be had. Goodell took it into his own hands. Then six games. So now we have this case that Jerry's talking about, and there's a different collective bargaining agreement. Like, so Roger Goodell couldn't make the decision on his own. But so I, I think there is a legal precedent. All of that makes sense. I have my, my bigger thing is like, I just think the NFL and Roger Goodell, they're, they're cowards. If they really wanted yeah. to set up a, a more airtight system, that they would have put this on the table, right. bring it to the collective bargaining agreement, talk about the fact that there is a set, there are a set of in a, uh, uh, there's a set of conduct that that um, would be considered inappropriate. It has to do with violence. It has to do with um, uh, sexual misconduct, like all of those kinds of things. Put it before them or create some governance around it, but. So the NFL is going to handle it on a case by case basis. And then it comes up and then now Goodell from a PR place, everybody, lots of people are outraged. So now he's going to send it to an an arbiter. I'm just like, dude, if you want to fix this, you can fix this. You clearly like there's a part of me. I guess here's what I'll say. I actually think PR aside, the NFL wants Deshaun Watson to play. They want to get this. They want, Out to of the way. Yes. they want to move on. Yep. They want to enter the season. They want to say he's been suspended. And then here's this person who, um, up, who, who, who is, go- who, who is a star athlete. Um, and if he can get some wind uh, under his belt with this new team that, that then like all of that gets swept under the rug and the NFL can, we can talk about what's happening on the football field. And I just think all of that is a joke. It's a joke. It's a, uh, look, I, I just think that at, I, my whole thing is I really don't care at, as a fan. And I think this is most like fans and people who are casual NFL observers. Like we're kind of really into it. So we're like, oh, about the, the CBA and the players associate. And most people are like, I don't care how you get there. I'm like, they're like Alita Adams. I don't care how you get there. Just get there if you can. He's got to be suspended for a year. We don't care about all the agreements. At the end of the day, however you get it done, this guy should not be on anyone's football field. And for the love of God, when that when that when that uh, massage therapist convention is there, Deshaun Watson needs to be on complete lockdown. Yeah, I mean that's right. And 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 there's a whole nother conversation um, that that we uh, that we can go into about Cleveland giving him a um, a contract oh. that that. Uh, in which the money is guaranteed all of that like this is really again i know that it's alleged i know that nobody prosecuted but this is really about like um privileging yes uh, male athletes because of what they can do for you and then the money that they can bring into your franchise and then trying to ignore all the other things i think i have my shout out now my call out you got it i got my call out now we'll come back to this okay we got to come back to we got to move on to our fourth topic brianna taylor say your name yes it's about damn time that's a song yeah if we were good we would then play the lizzo song like we would play the Lizzo thing right before you made that that which one say your name Uh, it's about damn time i didn't know that was a Wow, I need to listen to Lizzo more often. You need to listen to her more often. Are, do, have you listened to the new Beyonce? <laughs> Get out to Sorry. Beyonce with <laughs> me. Uh, so this week, 
Um, Merrick Garland, uh, U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland, indicated that uh, the United States is taking up the case against the four police officers who uh, raided. Um, it would have been March 13th, 2020, yeah. uh, raided um, Breonna Taylor's home and uh, shot and killed her. As we know, um, uh, Louisville police did not, uh, in, in the state of Kentucky, chose not to, to file, uh, to pursue prosecution uh, for them, but the United States government is uh, pursuing a case. And, um, you know, it's been over two years and she's finally now, the family now, finally, is on the path to justice, so. Getting a little bit of justice. Yeah, yeah. And it's, you know, sometimes, he, he, here's what I've discovered is um, th th there is a technicality and um, there there are nuances in laws. Like th there's a way in which those of us who are just in the general public, like we call for a certain thing, but then like prosecutors have to think about like, what can they charge under and what's, you know, what's possible and what can they get and who they can convince. Like, so I, I, I get the intricacies of that. Um, and I, what I think what's important to say in this case is that part of what uh, the Justice Department said is they're coming after the police officers that lied mm -hmm. in order to get the warrant, right? Okay. So, so that like you can, we were wanting something to happen to the police officers that busted down the yeah, door and then right. the warrant that made the shot. That's all still true, mm -hmm. but and I should say and not but and like this is when we when the for those of us who at protest and talk about the police system and the police state and how it formed. There's also this sense of like, sometimes for a lot of us on the ground, it feels like police get to do what they want. And this is an indication, like you lie to get the warrant. Right. Um, and in, in this case, what the Justice Department says is like, you can't use false means to get a warrant and we're right. gonna hold you responsible for that. And because that is directly responsible for the police showing up at Brianna's house, looking for someone who didn't live there. Right. Who right. like they were looking for someone else. Like, so like, it, I mean, there is a notion here that like, man, if you're gonna go to these means, like make sure you got your stuff together. You can't just say some stuff. That's the thing when, it, when and this to me applies to 100% of the criminal justice system, that your job, whatever your role is, whether you're a law enforcement officer, whether you work in the court, all points in between, you have to do your job, not just well, you've got to do it right. That's right. Process matters. Right. And when you don't, this is a case of when you don't, when you cut corners, right? People's lives are at risk. Their well-being and their lives are at risk. And this is what happened in this case. And so to me, I get it's a tough job, but the fact that they lied, their lie cost two people cost her, her life. It did. Cost it her, did. her life. It did. And like and again, like they they were really clear that they were looking for a former boyfriend, so a former boyfriend, right? And like it, it's just it. If all we do is look at the result, mm -hmm. then you know we can explain that away. But how we got there is really important. Um, and sometimes you know a, a lot of us and Jerry and I. Like in one of our past episodes, we talked about Breonna Taylor and mm -hmm. we said, say your name. And, 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 and we were outraged and we were heartbroken. Sometimes the law takes longer to kind of get to a result. And this is one of those cases, but it just, it feels like there is some justice for Breonna's family, um, for those of us that just, particularly for those of us that, that see a system that at its results, at, at its result, gets racialized right. like for people on the ground this is this is what what it feels like this is this is the experience of it i mean the audacity of that police department like they're looking for an x can you imagine if 
if any time any law enforcement team is looking for someone like, oh, this used, this person used to date that person. If they just decided to raid right. every house of, of someone's exes, like, give me a break. Well, and that's that's the other thing is like put any of our lives under scrutiny. Yeah. Listen to any of our conversations, like access any of our text messages, right. uh, follow us for a certain amount of time. Like, aren't we going to do something? I mean, yes, yesterday. Like, I mean, I know that this is not comparable at all, but, you know, if you want to catch me for speeding. Uh, so you're going to catch me. My, my, what my daughters would say, because I'm an electric vehicle. And then when you drive it under a certain amount, you maximize the range and my car shows that. So my daughters would say, my dad never speeds because he's always trying to maximize his range. But even then, that, 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 is not, that the reason why all y'all like, you're not a Prius driver, but Prius wait, wait, drivers are the worst. When you say y'all, you talking about Asians? I'm talking about e-vehicle. Oh, cars. okay. So <laughs> I, I, I thought you were talking about Asians. Why are you trying to be like Putin and playing the race car? <laughs> So I'm just saying none of us and none of our lives would hold up under scrutiny. Right. Right. It, it, that kind of scrutiny. We're going to do something outside the bounds. Now, I, like this can go in a bunch of different directions. I'm just saying I, you're so right. like do it the right way, because when you're talking about um, uh, 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 incarcerating someone yeah. when you're talking about like taking away some of their vital rights, like that means that that ups the ante even more. Like right. we have to be sure. Right. I mean, and there's, I would love, we would need to explore, I would love to explore this conversation, but the, the, this, this disregard for her as a human. And like, and so this to me, it, it's so connected to me, it's connected to. Brittany Kreiner, it's connected to, um, you know, all of the, these bills, you know, the, 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 the Supreme Court opinion. Like, I feel like just they're an attack on women in a view of, of women. Like, they just, they're like, oh, like, of course she would, you know, perhaps he might be at his ex-girlfriend's. Like, I just, I'm like, such a disregard for her humanity. Um, it's just, I don't know. It's not shocking or surprising because it's America, but it's it's still just it it blows me away. Yeah. Um, just the, the the utter disregard for her humanity. I do feel like this is a small weight that gets lifted for a family. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I think it's I, I find that I, I think it's it's important that to have an administration acknowledge this yeah and to pursue it and knowing that hey just because your city failed you your state failed you that the people of the united states that's the thing the people of the united states of america are saying we are going to get justice yeah for brianna so that that to me is not insignificant it, it means something well, that's a good one to end on it is I, so yeah, that that was good. So say her name, Brianna Taylor. There you go. So we're down to the end. Yeah, shout outs and call outs. Yes. Who are you? Uh, who are you? Uh, do I get to do my shout out? You do your shout out. Okay, so I'm going to do two real quick, right? Mm -hmm. Just two shout outs uh, that that I just want to name. So number one is uh, Sabrina Nescu. Apparently last night. She was the first WNBA player to get 200 assists and 200 rebounds. She has been on a tear lately. I mean, if you just watch in terms of triple doubles and scoring, and they're, they're I think they're fighting for the last playoff spot, the Liberty are. Mm. So, um, I mean, she, she was hurt last year. Come back with a vengeance this year. But my real shout out, here's my real shout out. Uh, Jerry, remind me that with this lineup, we didn't do anything around media. So, can I just tell you that? Um, uh, I am re I am listening. One of my favorite podcasters of all time is a guy named Sam Sanders, and he used to be on NPR and he used to have a show called It's Been a Minute. Um, and he has now come back. He he left and then he started a new show. It's with Vulture, and um, the name of his show I don't want to get it wrong. It's called uh, Into It. 
with Sam Sanders, he covers media. Um, he 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 he's a music guy, and so he's covering um, all, all all things about um, music. And so he just did uh, this this last piece was about uh, Beyonce. Uh, the title of the show is called "The Business of Beyonce." It was so good, just talking about the fact that Beyonce, we all know she's an icon, but not only is she an icon, but she is like a business. She is an entity in the music industry and she's changed it in so many ways. And I loved, um, well, that was actually last week, right? This week he he talked about um, the the, uh, movie company A24. Mm. They're the ones that just did that, um, uh, that Michelle Yu. Yeah. uh, Everything, everything everywhere all at once all of that yes and so anyways sam sanders into it love it listen to him he's amazing awesome i kind of want to do a two-part do it man it's all you. so uh my shout out kansas all right the voters of kansas uh particularly the women uh female voters of kansas you are you you saved you you kind of you you kind of helped save freedom in america um so shout out to you all free state obviously uh we beat down the uh value of them both um and with that i guess i guess my 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 second part of that as i want to give specific shout outs to kansans for constitutional freedom and um voter to voter um these are two of the organizations that really drove uh the organizing and mobilization work in kansas um a lot of people were surprised nationally i love being able to talk to so many people about what was going on here but knowing that it was the work of organizing and then voter mobilization that got it done shout out to you all you did it none of these here's the thing for all of you listening anytime there is a big victory like this it never happens without good organizing man just so you know so for so I'm shouting out those organizations, but all of the organizers, all of the volunteers, everyone who knocked on doors, who phone called, who texted their friends, who posted on social media, everyone who went out, you did it. Let's keep it up. There's more work to do, but shout out to you. Yeah. I mean, so I remember having a conversation several years ago with some colleagues made a bet like what's the more regressive state uh, the state what's the more uh, mm. progressive state between Kansas and Missouri we were actually this particular conversation was uh which place did we think would pass um uh uh uh, uh, uh Medicaid expansion um mm. yep. first yep. right and I, I, since that conversation everybody was putting their money on Missouri I just want to say Kansas, like y'all, like the state, y'all are showing up. And, and to Jerry's point, um, the organizing, y'all are showing up. And it, it, it just goes to prove like the issue matters, but the issue has to get presented and the narrative around the issue has to get to be told in a particular way. And that's all about good organizing. Can I just give just one quick 20 second, like, overall Kansas history lesson. Come on, man. The state of Kansas was uh, was founded and ratified by abolitionists. Um, we, uh, the state of Kansas was fighting against slave states 10 years before the Civil War. Women were voting in Kansas 12 years before um, uh, the 19th Amendment. Um, Brown versus the Board of Education schools got desegregated, landmark case, Kansas, okay? So just is kind of putting it out there that there's a reason why Kansas is the free state. And on Tuesday, August 2nd, we reminded ourselves, and I don't live in Kansas anymore, but born and raised, I'm a, I'm a die. But the rest of the country saw like, oh, this is why they call themselves the free state? Yes. We may be conservative, may like be drinking the Trump Kool-Aid, but when it comes to freedoms, Kansas does not play. That's all I'm saying. Ad Astra for Astra. That's right. This is it, folks. That's it. Are we going to call us call some people out? I that's it. I, I want to end on a positive note. I I don't have anybody I'm calling out. I'm I'm just shouting people out. You know what? I I think in the spirit of 
Yes, I agree with you, Dave. No, I'm, you know what? Because there's so many people I could call out and I call out every single day. I'm not calling anybody else out right now. That, that would be a whole other show in and of itself. a whole other show. There's going to be a whole bonus content on just call outs. Just me like howling at the wind. This is, we're going to leave it. At, we're we're going to leave it on a good vibes week. Yeah. I do have to ask it. What do you, what do you watch on these days? What do you, what do you? Well, I will say one show. I mean, for all mankind, I'm waiting. I think uh, they're they're about ready to drop the last episode of okay. season three. All right. So I, I I am waiting for that. And then I did make it through um, another um, Apple Plus show called Blackbird. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I need I need to get on that. I'm waiting for um, the finale for the old man on uh fx on hulu with jeff bridges the dude and john lithgow um i hadn't seen john lithgow in a minute um and yeah for all mankind i'm so frustrated this season i'm not going to spoil it for y'all but i'm that actually might be i might actually have a call out if the finale you this probably season doesn't go right you're probably gonna have a call but it's a good show it's a great show. You it turned is, me on to that show. It's a great show. It is so good. But yeah. So yeah, that's what that's what we're watching. So yeah, we we're we're rising tide, man. We're lifting on boats. This is great. She Hulk's coming. She Hulk, yes. Yes. And then of course the big drop in November. Ooh. Oh man. We're gonna have to do a whole episode. Oh, clearly. Just I wanna man, just that whole trailer or my oh my gosh. Yeah, clearly. We're going to have to do show. It, 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 you need to tell people what we're talking about so we're not just oh, talking in code. Wakanda forever, baby. Black if, Panther 2. If you could see us, we're, we'd be, we're shrugging our shoulders right now. Oh, man. You know, I think it's kind of funny. Like, I don't know. This may, I don't, this may end up on the cutting room floor, but our friend, um, Dr. Sarah Kuchera, was like, I love that you all measure time um, through, like, Marvel movie releases. I'm like, is there another way to measure time? There, there's no other way. There is no other way to measure time. Of course that's how we measure time. Exactly. So November can't get here soon enough. Um, I mean, we got we got that. We've got, oh, we got a Senate that we need to try to, to, to win more seats on. Yeah, that's a whole <laughs> thing. This is uh, where we stop because I could... No, no, we're, we're, going, we're going down the road. All yes. right, y'all. Thanks for week two. Thanks for the listen. Peace. <laughs>